Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Talking About You with Estra, your car accident talk radio podcast that shares information about auto insurance, employer ERISA plans, social security disability, short and long-term disability, disability surveillance, and you guessed it, a lot more. Thanks for being here this evening at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with me, Estra, from Seattle, Washington, USA. Let's get right into this evening with the questions, answers, and support concerns most often asked by people involved in car accidents. Have a question or concern? Call and talk with me right now at 718-766-4385. I'm here and I care about what you have, are, or will be going through with a personal injury claim, personal struggles, or insurers doing things to harass or intimidate because of your claim. October is Car Accident Awareness Month. This month is used to share basic information about what's important after a collision. Insured civil rights legislation needs your help in order to protect people involved in car wrecks. No one should have to worry about what was promised by insurance companies while you're addressing personal injury, car repairs, or even personal recovery. They promise support, and they should help. Your premiums have been paid, and now you're requiring assistance. Help help this legislation get passed. It will not be accomplished without your help. Again, call the number 718-766-4385 right now. Anyone involved in a car accident are in this club needing support and answers. So don't be alone via harassment and intimidation. There are far too many millions who have the answers you need to make better decisions through your journey. Today we're going to talk about the top 20 questions, answers, and support people involved in car accidents want to know. So we'll start with number one. What is the first thing you should do after a car accident? First of all, usually it takes a moment to kind of gather yourself after the shock, trauma, or experience. If you're hurt or someone's hurt in your car or you can tell somebody's hurt in some of the other vehicles involved, make sure to try to call 911 if possible. But the main important thing is to be able to assess your situation and determine what's the first thing that you need. Question two is often, why am I so afraid after a car accident? Personally, I think this is the adrenaline rush. Trauma often gets us going and we don't actually know what to do. And that's a come. It's always good to have a checklist with you so that even when you're in an emotional, traumatic state, you'll be able to gather information that's important and also that you'll need to know later. Number three, why sh- what should I do if my auto insurance has expired? And that depends on, actually, personally, I, this is my opinion, you need to still go through the same processes. You need to collect their information, their driver's license, their car, preferably use your cell phone, take a picture of the situation. This is so important. This will also depend on whether you're living in a fault or no fault date because uh, some of the, the the actual ways in which things work 
might be a little bit different. The most important thing I can always recommend, because this is how most of the time people uh, attack people who have so little to help themselves, is tell the truth. If your auto insurance has expired, say so. Uh, If it's not, go ahead and give out your information and also find out if the other person's, when you're getting their information, you can also ask them, is your auto insurance current? Uh, Those are very important things to know. So number three was, what should I do if my auto insurance has expired? Tell the truth. It is scary, but uh, a lot of things can be worked out. And and maybe some of the more of that answer will also come through in the next uh, few questions. Number four, what if I am injured in the wreck? Do I have to take an ambulance? The answer to that is no, you do not. But it's important that you actually do get care immediately if you are injured. And if you're unable to drive or if your car is not able to move, you may want to go ahead and, and take that ambulance. You can tell them exactly what hospital you wish to go to. Uh, not all hospitals are the same. Um, they may make they may make recommendations as to which ones to go to. And I know it's very difficult when you're in a traumatic state after an injury, and hopefully maybe somebody's with you. Or remember, if you have a cell phone, you can call a loved one, and you can just let them hear what you're talking about and help you to make decision that way. Number five. What should I talk about at the scene of the collision? And this is so important. The only things you want to talk about, from my perspective, are the facts, right? You want to talk about the facts of the, the collision. Uh, you do not have to, please don't admit fault or no fault. Let somebody else sort that out. All you personally, I think, need to talk about is the facts. This is where I was, and this is what happened, right? And you don't have to talk to everyone. The only people that you may need to talk to who ask questions there are the police, okay? So you don't necessarily have to talk to anyone, including the person that you were involved in the collision, other than sharing information so that you can get the issue resolved. So number five again, what should I talk about at the scene of the collision? Just the facts and people that you need to talk with. Number six, what information must I provide by law? And that will be vary from state to state. So the main thing I would say is that to make sure you get the person's name, number, phone number, driver's license, license plates, um, and then be able to go from there. Some people, after a collision, are able to communicate in a decent way. Some people, you're not, they're not going, they're going to be hostile towards you. And you don't know, that could reverse later on. That could be hostile at first and then later pleasant. So don't try to get into the emotions of the situation, especially because most people's emotions at that time are pretty high. And that's why I always say just stick with the facts. Another question is, what about the passengers? This is number seven. What about the passengers in my car? Well, typically under most insurance policies, the passengers are covered, but they too need to just speak on the fact and nothing more. So, and you you have to just make sure that even when talking to your passengers, that's the only thing you want to talk about is the fact. And remember, if anyone's injured, make sure that they get the medical care of the thing as soon as possible. Number eight, will the police come and document the accident? This depends on which state you live in. Some police uh, will come to the scene, in particular if nothing else is is really in in an emergency state for them. However, some states say no, they have far too many car accidents and they can't go to the mall. So they'll tell you to document your incidents. And if you're documenting, be sure, I hope you have a camera, because I just cannot stress the importance of documentation when anything of trauma happens, um, so that if you have to do the documentation, you'll have as much information to be able to back up what you're saying. Also, number nine says, 
my book, Car Accident by Astra, has a checklist in the back so you can keep a copy in your car in case you are in a collision and you're very traumatized. You can look at the back and you can make sure that you get at least the basic um, information covered so that you'll have it at a later date. And also the 218 Car Accident Weekly Planner will be coming out next month, and it will also have a checklist in the back on the last page. This planner can be ordered starting November 1st, 218. So the planner goes from January 218 to December 218. And I have a lot of helpful hints in there to keep you encouraged through the process because a lot of times the first time you go through a collision, uh, things aren't necessarily as they appear to be. The people you think maybe you can trust, maybe you can, maybe you can't. But if you have a fundamental knowledge of car accidents and what to look out for and where to go or where to go if you really get into a lot of trouble, then it's important to have that information with you. Number 11, what if a car is damaged and cannot be driven who can you call most people uh, call a tow truck or sometimes if the police is on the scene they'll have a tow truck or a tow truck will be have heard about the accident and come there so you can actually go ahead and have them tow your car hopefully your insurance will cover your your tow towing at that moment if not uh and you don't have it you may they might just pull your car over to the side it depends on what state you live in and hopefully you can find someone to be able to uh, get the car out of the way. If not, you may want to call maybe a few tow truck places and see if they have any ideas of what can be done when your car is maybe totaled and can't be moved and you don't have the money to tow it. Because one thing is for sure that if it's in a tow truck garage, it's going to add up to cost every single day. So even if it gets towed, you want to make sure that you get that out. Uh, unless your insurance company, of course, is actually wanting to evaluate the car and then that becomes more on them. But you need to kind of make sure you know where you stand on that because you don't want to wake up or get ready to go out and get your car and deal with that and find out you've got a $1,000 fee for having your car uh, in their garage. The other question, number 12, is do I need to contact a personal injury attorney? And of course, this, you know, this depends on a lot of factors. You know, was this just a, a you know, a fender bender? You know, maybe that's something that you can uh, maybe work through on your own. Was it a, you know, a head-on collision where there were a lot of injuries? There's so many different aspects, aspects to this and how comfortable you are. The main thing I would say is to make sure that the, if you do choose to select a personal injury attorney, Make sure that they have the interest of you, the policyholders, more than the insurance companies because some attorneys work a lot with auto insurance companies and they may lean more towards them than even their actual uh, policyholders. So the main thing is you have to take some time and investigate the personal injury attorneys that you're dealing with. And a lot of claims, unfortunately, once they're settled, it's very difficult to get information on them for the average person. So you really don't know um, the type of attorney perhaps you're about to hire. So go out and, and see how much information you really can find before hiring an attorney. And if you're not comfortable when talking with them, then continue uh, looking elsewhere. That's the important. Do not give up. Don't get discouraged. Most important, be patient. If you're not patient, a lot of times you can get into more trouble than it's actually worth. So first of all, only hire an attorney that you believe has your interest in heart, tells you up front exactly what the cost approximately will be, how they're going to actually work on your case, and how, how they think it's going to end. Most of the time, many, unfortunately, personal injuries attorneys will tell you things that look really great and bright before you sign your name on that dotted line contract. So make sure you evaluate what they're saying 
and in some cases only believe half of what they tell you because that's about where things end up. Number 13, will auto insurance companies immediately help me or will there be delays? And that's really a good question. It depends on the insurance company you have. And that's why it's important to take a look and watch what they do from the very start. Are they helping you? Are you getting better? Are you getting the care you need? Are you getting the financial support they promise? All of those things matter, okay? If they start to delay, you're not getting the things you need, they're not helping you get uh, services that were promised in your contract, no, they're probably not going to be helping you with your claim. In fact, you might want to have to get an attorney just to deal with the insurance company. So, And hopefully they'll do something that makes it Uh, important enough to help you to get what you need. Number 14, I'm not sure how my employer will react since personal injury from collisions is preventing me from working. What are my rights? Okay, that works in two ways. The Department of Labor is actually the company or the company the government agency that primarily deals with, like, employer and employee ERISA claims. An employer has, you know, usually they'll hold it some for 30 days. I think that might be the law in most states. And some are more uh, gracious and will try to give you the time to get back on your feet. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't, depending on your level of injury or disability. So the main thing is to go back, take a look at your employee handbook, which has ERISA in it. And take a look and see what it says, in particular that fine print. Uh, Your employer may seem like they're working with you in case they're actually working against you. In fact, your employer may put surveillance on you and your activity before anyone else does. Uh, They also have a tendency, just like insurance companies, because actually if you have an ERISA plan, they are your insurance company. Uh, They tend not to actually want to pay out. Uh, any money either. So be sure to pay attention, be alert, and there's so much more on each one of these questions to learn. And that's why I've got a lot of information out on Estra's blog tips or estrascarwreckhelp.com. That's one word, estrascarwreckhelp.com. And uh, you can also send me uh, a story, tell me your story at my story at estrascarwreckhelp.com if you have any questions, because it is a lot to go through, and there's a lot of people involved, and you really don't know what's going to happen, which is really stressful after an injury. But then when you expect people that you can trust to help you get through this process, but they're perhaps only looking out for their self-interest. So make sure that you go ahead and you actually take a look at that handbook because it's going to tell you a lot of things when you're looking at it from the perspective of being injured versus just having this ERISA plan that you think, oh, I'm never going to have to use it. It's not going to apply to me. And one day in the end, it just might apply to you. Okay, number 15. I'm worried about the cost of medical bills and daily living expenses. How am I going to survive? Okay, with this particular question, it seems like this, for most people, begins probably the at the point of injury almost, if, you're, if they're well enough to be able to, you know, realize that this is going to be an issue. Most people live month to month or paycheck to paycheck. So whenever income is cut off, it's really a major problem, and particularly for most people here. Uh, who really need the help to survive. Medical bills tend not to come in for a few months after injury, so you probably have a couple months or so. If you don't have any coverage, you need to go and immediately try to talk with the hospital or whoever has your medical bills and maybe set up a a payment plan or actually see if they have some way to be able to help reduce the cost of what you have to pay out. 
your daily ex- living expense, especially you know, depending on the size of your family, uh, will probably become a bit more stressful. The only thing I can recommend personally is to realize that we all live day by day, and that's probably a good way to do when you don't know where things are coming from. But you do the best you can with what you have, and that's all that's required every day. If you can think about that, I will do the best I can with what I have every day, it will help reduce the worry. Okay? Does it cause uh, leave a lot of the problems? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, and maybe it creates some more creative juices to, for you to find ways to get through this. But most people, after being in a car accident and have a personal injury, worry about surviving, they worry about whether the job will be there, and hopefully it will, sometimes it's not, or sometimes you cannot get back there in time to make it happen like you would like. Life is always full of surprises. We get up every morning, we think we know exactly what's going to happen in that day, but we really don't. We have to just take it as it comes, be brave and courageous, and stand the best that you can. That's whether you're injured or not. So we don't know what's going to happen or how you're going to be able to survive. Just know you'll make a decision and you will survive. Number 16, I'm new at this and uninsured. What do what do I, what do I do that's in my best interest and how, how can I learn what to do? My recommendation would be to go out to Estra Seattle blog, Estra Seattle blog, and you'll find a lot of information out there. There's probably uh, two or 300 articles out there for you to read, or you can go to YouTube if you want the quick way and go out to Estra Seattle's playlist, and the playlist will tell you a lot of what uh, you can do and what you can expect, things that can go right and things that can go wrong, because through that journey, it's not going to be all one way. I mean, it's just like everyday life. You hope it's a great day, but usually something in your day doesn't necessarily go right. But when you add them up, you know that at the end of the day, it's the best that you could do. So what I would recommend is actually also getting my book, uh, Esther, Car Accident by Esther. It'll also share the information with you as to what you can learn to do. And also, don't hesitate to give me a call and let me know your story. It's my story at estherscarwreckhelp.com. Number 17 is, why can't anyone tell me how quickly I will recover? And that's probably because, you know, doctors are not God. They're doctors. They do the best they can, and they know that everybody's unique in their own way, and some people will heal quickly and some people will heal slowly, and they don't necessarily have that answer. And sometimes when they do, they don't still give us the answer, but that's okay. The main thing is to know that you will recover. You have to be patient. A lot of times, stress is what causes you to want to know how quickly can I get back, what can I do. Remember one thing, healing takes time, and when you do it right, then you, when you're done healing, you're done. You can get up and go forward, whether that's with or without a disability, because you never know sometimes after an injury where you're going to come out. The main thing is to say, okay, where am I today? How am I going to handle where I'm at today? And when you ask yourself these questions, your answers will come, and they'll be personal answers for you. So that's really the key. We don't know what recovery means in some circumstances, and so we'll have to wait, and that's exactly what unfortunately most of us have to do. Number 18, can I post can I get post traumatic stress disorder after a car accident? And in my opinion, absolutely positively you can. And in fact, I believe the more car accidents you have, you know, the more you'll have to address possibly having post traumatic stress disorder. But the good news is there are people out there who can help you get through that. So that is the key right there. Um so Unfortunately, if you notice that you're just starting to have panic attacks, especially when you get in a car, 
I remember the time after um, I had been in a car accident where I was like, I just refuse to ride, drive anymore. Come take me someplace. And people just said, no, you'll have to, to drive yourself, which was really disappointing to me. But just recognize whatever is going on and the traumatic events you've experienced, over time you can get better. And then there's other people out there who can uh, help you to move over and uh, get through this particular disorder. Okay, question number 19 is, I'm unable to do all this stuff on my own. Is there any help? And actually, some, there is help out there. Sometimes it's not easy to find. Usually, I would recommend starting maybe at uh, like uh, social services. Sometimes they help. Um, but it depends on how comfortable you are. Maybe it's a family or a friend. Maybe there's somebody at a church that can help. There's probably a lot of different aspects of ways, if you can find. Take a look in your local newspaper. See what happens. Don't be afraid to put an ad in of maybe sharing something. You do something. Maybe someone in your family can cook an extra dinner where somebody else is working, and maybe they can do something else for you. So it just takes a little time to, especially when money is short, creativity and finding different ways to get the things you need. If you're unable to get the things you need, don't hesitate to maybe do call on a local church and ask them, or just ask people that you know for advice. How would they do it? What would they do? Who would they call? Because there could be someone just right next door that could actually give you a helping hand and make things a little better. And number 20, what do I do if I'm facing harassment, intimidation, and bullying by my own insurance company, local police, social security disability, my employer, or some other insurance, maybe long-term or short-term disability, or someone that you may not even know. My, From my perspective, when you face harassment and intimidation, the key is to document. Document everything that is happening with you, what they're doing it, when they're doing it, how they're doing it. Is it publicly they're doing it? Is it online that they're doing it? Is it even actually right in front of your house that they're coming and doing strange things? It's important to document those things because that's where I believe insured civil rights legislation will make a difference because once we have all this information out in public where people know just like right now people are talking about harassment of women and um, the Weinstein uh, situation where he's uh, been that's been t- said that he's been abusing several women once people really recognize and people come out and that means you come out coming out also talking about your car accident what's happened what they've done it will change because unfortunately bullies like to do things in private they don't like people to know what they're doing that brings shame upon them and in my opinion that's rightly so When people abuse policyholders who've been in car accidents just because they can, just because they're trying to save money and not pay out money that they should, they need to be exposed. All of the things that happen need to be shown so people involved in car accidents can actually feel like they have a safety net that has been promised to them and they'll be able to get the needs met as promised. So that's our 1 through 20 today. Remember, it's October's Car Accident Awareness Month. Make sure that you look for the also, make sure to look for some of the items out there that we're giving away this month just because we want you to know it's important to take care of yourself, to be informed, and to help others who've been involved in a car accident. Thank you for listening today. This is Estra, and I'll talk to you next Saturday. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.